0: The
1: outcome, the slam. DJ, the prim,
2: questions from fans hashtag ask fresco um one of the first questions actually is from at pond nation it kind of goes to what we are talking about with the raptors half-court offense if you had one x and o change you could make to improve the raptors half-court offense what would it be or
1: maybe you're just like they're good I don't I don't know if that'd be an X and O um thing. I think it's like we've talked about this before. It's just keeping the type of sets, the open sets that allow guys to be at their best, allow them to make the right basketball players that they're capable of making. Hmm. And that goes also with just playing more time, more units together. Obviously they're changing right now. So it's getting used to guys and the space and the place they like to be. But I think they have more than enough of the things they need. And we also know Nick doesn't pull everything out until until, until he needs to. No, he doesn't.
2: No, he doesn't. (laughs) It was cool seeing, as I mentioned earlier, it was cool seeing them run more sets while Pascal was up because they needed to do that to get their offense. I I think the the half-court offense is still evolving, and Nick is definitely defense first. He wants that down from the the get-go. But um, over the season, as we keep on going here, we're 20 games in, I could see the Raptors half court offense evolving to something really really cool. Like I look at their ideal is probably something like Boston. Boston's system, it's constant player movement, and you just have so many players who are just thinking very similarly and there's slips, there's cuts, there's dives towards the rim, there's mm-hmm. there's kickouts, there's flare outs, there's so much stuff happening with their mm-hmm. their offense, but it, it but it's simple. It's yeah. simple stuff and that's my hope for the Raptors half court offense. They got to start making those cool.
1: Those corner threes gotta start getting made though.
2: Well, I mean, I tweeted today that they are 28th. 28th in corner those, three point percentage. That's
1: such a staple. Yeah. It just keeps people at home, keeps people down yeah. on the baseline for picking rows and things like that. Yeah. Um but that'll that'll come.
2: With help, I would assume. Yeah. Having auto there would be really nice.
1: <laughs> yes, he is definitely a guy that can make those.
2: Yeah uh next question from at underscore c l clay v i suppose uh what suggestions would you have for scotty to improve his jump shot i guess that's kind of similar to what we're talking about he's already made some changes to it Um, repetition
1: reps just standing and stand finding a routine that allows him to touch on everything Mm -hmm. and 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 that's a that's a non-negotiable like i had a routine for for every day like there was Mm -hmm. we were going to do a workout the first 15 20 minutes of that workout was no coach involved like they'd be there to help me rerun it but it was something i it was things i had to do every day yeah ball handling section touch section um fire throughs for like form shooting different angles bank shots all these things that i had to do and they were all 13 14 feet in also yeah like just to keep everything tight and corrected. And I did this when I was shooting well, shooting bad, like I said, not playing, playing, whatever. This is like, to this day, if I go on the gym, if I'm going to do something, if I'm going to play pickup, I'm going to work out, I do that before I do it, before I do anything.
2: While you're talking, I was hoping to search his catch and shoot three-point percentage this season because I think it's actually much better than it was last year. Okay, so he's at 41% on catch and shoot threes. This season, last season, 29. Okay.
1: so And he's probably shot more this year too also. Or yeah. at this time of the year, he shot more than he did last year.
2: Exactly. So um, there is improvement there. Yeah. Um, and uh, I would imagine he's going to keep on getting better at it too. He's got a lot He'll of confidence in his jump shooting ability. And that's obviously half the battle. So he's got that going for him already.
1: It's hard to see sometimes those improvements when guys are like on this absurd hot streak. Yeah, And then as a player, when you're in it, you know you just know you're trying to get better you're not really um and but it 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 comes in the in the long run it comes in the 40 50 games you are like okay that's a big chunk sample size sure. now we can look at yeah. it
2: next question from random person 23286 love these names thoughts on is really Christian random Coloco? person yeah it's actually random it person random 23286 <laughs> I'm not even kidding on IG thoughts on Christian Coloco who we haven't talked about actually on the the yeah. yet.
1: I, I love him. I I think he plays with great energy. Great he he's great at protecting the rim, obviously. I think he has a lot of traits that Chris Boucher has. Um mm. I don't know if he gets to I don't I don't I don't see him shoot a lot of jump shots, so I don't know how if he gets to that, but we never know with the way the league is going and development, the way they work with guys, but I think he has a lot of, you know, fluid athleticism that gets him around and moves yeah. in different spots and he he can finish live threats, he can finish at the rim, he can finish him, and if the touch gets better, now we get him early pocket pass if We can make decisions and things like that before his age, and like stepping into the lineup the way he's done this year, it's been yeah. great.
2: He said after the draft that he has been working on his three point shot. So, uh, and the the shot he took some during summer league. He hasn't taken too much uh, in the NBA, but uh, I mean, it's there. He made a couple in summer league. Shot looks good. He's got the touch. Um, being able to do it at the NBA level is turning out to be a little bit challenging for him. Getting that timing mm-hmm. down. Dunk the ball, bro. Just dunk the ball as much as you can because dunk you're not gonna everything. get the fouls. You are not dunk gonna everything. get the fouls. That is not the reality. Trash. You're never you're gonna not. get the fouls. Chris Boucher said on hustle plays like just dunk everything, yeah. Christian.
1: Until you start, and then when you start dunking everything, then you'll get the fouls. Yep. Because people will start intentionally trying to stop you from dunking. So there's no way they can't call it.
2: Uh-huh. They have to now. That's yeah. what Chris was saying. Watch the episode of Hustle Play with Christian Coloco. Go on YouTube, check it out. It was terrific. Okay. But right now to pro- get
1: out the way. Ooh, there you go. That's what People it is. Get out the way now, too.
2: hmm At Andrea Tolentino, what makes OG stand out from other DPOY candidates? Defensive player of the year. What's the case? I mean,
1: right now he's just doing it better than everybody. <laughs> like, I don't like I don't really have like a yeah, obviously, like the size and him being able to guard so many different positions and whoever comes in that gym, that's the guy that's he, that's not even a thought who is going to yeah. like, and that guy can be a four all the way down to a one at some point. So there's the game. And yeah. he's, you know, he's on people's bodies. He's stealing the ball from guys. It's not like he's doing everything, position, defense, on ball, defense, right mm. plays coast to coast off the steel. Like he's, he's generating yeah. possessions at a high clip and position stops. I mean, mm. I, I don't know any other way to explain it besides he's just doing it better than everybody. Yeah.
2: He's got more flashy stats this year. Like you mentioned, the uh, picking the pockets and then going mm-hmm. coast to coast. Those things really pop mm-hmm. when, it, for a person who's looking at uh, who could be defensive player of the year. So he's yeah. doing that. The other person that, um, is up there right now is Brooke Lopez with the Milwaukee bucks. He's just yes. been very, yeah, good very point. good this season. Um, but, I mean, if things continue this way for OG, obviously the Bucks are going to be up there in the Eastern Conference. Uh, the Raptors, if they can get you know top four or something like that, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff does matter. Yeah. Um,
1: these awards that,
2: tend to go big, man.
1: But it Marcus Smart
2: won last year. Did. And the knows?
1: defense is trending up. And it the more is. defense yep. trends up and the more we can speak on their defense, like the more we talk about their defense because it's so good, the more we can point out that it's that good because of him. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. that's why we get to talk about Marcus smart like that last year, because Boston is a really good defensive team. So everybody's eyes is on the defensive end of the floor. And you're like, wait a minute. I know why they're a good defensive team. You yeah. see what he's doing. Exactly. That's what we get from OG. And I think the more we can, they can win and put stuff together and string it together. The more he'll get his fair shot at. It.
2: Good point. Next question from at Timmy underscore Nem favorite Raptor you played
1: with. I don't know be if careful. I have be careful now. <laughs> I don't know if I have one, one guy, but I, I'll always give it to that unit like that, that bench unit. That was my favorite, yeah. like those guys. The connection we had mm-hmm. as a whole, like as a unit, like we worked out together every day before the games, and and we just had such a connection. Like, I'll give it yeah. to that unit Norm, Fred, Pascal, OG, um, even uh, uh Delon. I'm sorry, um, Jakob um like that that group of guys and even when there was an odd number so sometimes one guy would be playing not the other it was still the same yeah. like we still no drop-offs able to make it work everybody showed love for the other guy playing well whoever's night it was this night it was yeah like i don't remember it being that in sync with a group like ever and i was on good teams that's not a shot at those teams but that 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 unit and it's in the stats that you can see that we were
2: yeah special team special unit special culture Shout out Norm Powell, 22 yeah. last night in the fourth quarter to lead the Storming Clippers. Storming Norman. Him. Yeah, man. He <laughs> was doing it. Uh, he said at the beginning of the season, um, the game that he's looking forward to the most is yeah, the game yeah, in Toronto, right? Where he gets to make his yeah. finally make his return. Um, hopefully the crowd, I'm sure. Which is will. crazy
1: that he hasn't gotten back yet, right? I know.
2: December 27th. Uh, give him a warm reception, Toronto Raptors Yeah, fans. for sure. Um. Next question. In... Messiah, we trust. Pascal's ascension to best player, leading and leading by example. Any insights on the process for younger players? Man, that is—it's uh, a vague question. It's an important question, but there's just so many layers to it. But yes, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Um, so he's speaking on in terms of like Pascal becoming that, and somebody him. wanting to become that, becoming, becoming him. him. Yeah. Yeah.
2: For so for insight for I guess young NBA players or players in general, like if you want to become that guy. Mm-hmm. Um how do you do it?
1: Good luck I mean, answering that. <laughs> yeah. Separation comes from work. Yeah. Like you remember the 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 like the clip that Kobe Bryant clip when he talks about how many more times a day he trains. Yeah. Like if I get up at four and go four to six, eight to ten, uh twelve to two, yeah, four to six. If I get that many times, like it might it won't be immediate, but eventually the separation I've trained so much more than you. Two years from now, I'm six years ahead of you. Cause you might train twice. And that's the thing. You just gotta stay the course. Like you, Pascal's prime example. Just stay in the course and just build it day by day, build and build And, and every time an opportunity came, it wasn't luck. I was prepared for it. I was prepared to start making ISO moves because I've been working on them. I was prepared to start making these passes because I've been watching film. I was prepared to be able to play this many minutes because I've been running and lifting and conditioning and being ready for what my vision was. What I wish I saw. So what I guess the first thing I would tell you is you got to see yourself as it first that's the first thing i'll tell you if you can't see it if you don't see it nobody else is gonna even if nobody else sees you as it they can't make you do it if you don't see it yeah like i can see you as michael jordan on this screen with me right now but if you you. don't believe you're michael jordan (laughs) you don't believe it it doesn't matter what i say i can show you film comparisons numbers highlights of yourself but if you don't look at yourself like that it will With my
2: mini hoop at home, I am Michael Jordan.
1: It's got to start somewhere.
2: it got to start somewhere. I mean, Pascal, every single guy that encounters him is saying, what's special about Pascal Siakam am saying, man, he works, works, works. He's, works. he's getting into the gym hours before us. There was a clip uh, during the offseason of Paul George mm-hmm. talking about Pascal and how much he's worked. A few other guys, Patrick Beverly also mm-hmm. said that about Pascal reputation is there and you get that reputation from your peers is if you are actually doing the
1: work yeah. Pascal. and he he likes the work you can tell oh, he loves it yeah but he loves it but it's the same thing he loves it because he has a vision he's holding himself accountable like you got to hold yourself accountable first and then everybody else will start to believe that's they're not supposed to believe mm-hmm. for you you're supposed to make everybody believe
2: A reporter asked him after the last game, um, you know, like, what keeps you motivated? What keeps you striving for for more? And he essentially just said that, you know, I want to be the best version of myself. And uh, when I put my head down and my career is done and I go to sleep and uh, everything's over, I want to know that I did everything I possibly could have done to, you know, reach my ceiling. Whatever that is, because... It's not been defined yet. He's like, I mm-hmm. want to know that I can sleep comfortably, that I did absolutely every single thing I could have done to make myself the best NBA player I could be.
1: And think about it's that. Like, we tr- we tried to give him a ceiling. We tried. From the beginning. Everybody did. Yeah. Everybody tried to give him a ceiling. He's young. athletic, have yeah. let run. He's raw, but he's going to be a great athlete. He's going to be able to do that in the third. Yeah. And he had a picture, hung it up. So I don't know where he put it, on his mirror, on his wall, on the ceiling yeah. above his bed, wherever he put it. And he was like, that's it. Yeah. That's that's the tunnel vision. That's where I'm going. The outside matters. And look where we at now.
2: I skipped this question last week, and I apologize to Station9 Nine, Nine on Twitter, and I almost did it again. Crazy. Uh, CJ, who was the one teammate you played with that you thought was talented enough to have a long career in the league? Ooh but never got the opportunity. I apologize Ooh. to you. I uh, I missed this question last week. That's um, a, long, a good one. There's a that's yeah.
1: a good question. There's a bunch of guys that I think Yeah. Hmm. Um I thought um sheesh. Trying to think of like <laughs> that's a that's a really good question. Yeah. The person I mean, that, I can for start me like it's ahead. not
2: teammate but uh Brandon Roy was a person that um, unfortunately he had all kinds of injuries and mm-hmm. at his peak, you mentioned Kobe mm-hmm. Bryant. Uh, Kobe at one point did say that he was one of the hardest yeah. players to guard because of yeah, how shifty he was and the, and the pace and the speeds that he had. He was such a talented player. Injuries got the best of him. That um, that one still stings for me. I was a low key Blazers fan for a while and he was the reason.
1: <laughs> so I look at that two ways, two ways, like it's something else, like, like got to him and then opportunity, like just playing opportunity for the team that came in. So like that, Brandon Ward yeah. goes in that. I think Andrew Bynum goes in that. Um, mm-hmm. I think Greg Oden goes in that. Um, yeah. I think there's a bunch of guys we can go down. And There's just young guys that I think that are really talented. They end up making careers for themselves and they'll go over the season. Like they come into a good team and it doesn't pan out for them and things like that. Um, I thought. Um, I mean, I've, there's been a bunch of guys like that. I thought when I was in India, I thought Raheem Christmas. I thought uh, Joe Young were two young guys that came in there. Didn't really get a lot of chances just because of where we were at as a team. I thought they had a really good, especially the way the game is played now. They fit it. Joe's a fast, quick scoring guard where Kings are running, jumping, big man, things that can help. Um, yeah. I thought um, even in Toronto, when I was there, like Jordan Lloyd, who goes and proves that he's, that he's a great down in the G League and overseas. Mm. Um, you gave him shoes Al-P- too.
2: You gave him (laughs) shoes, too. I did.
1: (laughs) Same (laughs) with Alba McKinney. Same. We went on and had good runs in um, Golden State and good runs in the G League and other places. There's guys, and it speaks Mm. to the talent level um, of the guys and the work being put in in this league. And I think a lot of guys – we don't realize also too that the gap is closing. Like there used to be these bigger gaps between guys. Don't get me wrong. There's the super superstars and the, but now the the gap and the talent level oh, and the skill level. There's so
2: much talent in the NBA now,
1: and man. it's oozing. And it's just yeah. like if you give me 25 minutes, I can do what he's doing too. It's yeah. just right now the fit.
2: Raptors over everything. Um, that is the Twitter handle. That's also the name of our yeah. podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. who from the Raptors do you think made the biggest leap this year? So early stages, but. From what you've seen, who's made the Sheesh, biggest
1: There's a lot of guys. Yeah. I mean, but I think we gotta go between OG and Chris Boucher, right? Like I think those are the two, those are the two biggest leaps right in your face, right? Um, not that guys aren't improving, but those two guys have made the biggest, biggest leaps to me. Um, Chris Boucher is consistently off the bench doing what he's doing. OG is defending and and just Offensively playing better, all the things just above. And I, this is on my mind. I gotta say this. I'm sorry from the last question, speaking about young guys getting a chance and people getting a chance. There's a guy getting a chance that needs love because the league tried to. Get, Bobo is playing Ooh. some of the best basketball that anybody Man. can play right now, and he deserves props for that through the route that he's been going through injuries, yeah. not injuries, not getting to play. People trying to figure out what is going on. And yeah. we talking about the kid. What's the kid in France that we talking Victor about? Victor
2: Wimbayana. We talking about
1: yeah. him and Bobo Bo is sitting over here, like, hey man, like, I'm here,
2: <laughs> like i a... I was already yeah. here.
1: And I'm Paulo said
2: that right? Paulo Ben just said that. Yeah, he we, did say like, that. We got Bobo Bo right here. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> and I know this is we we wrapped this forward over here, but that's love, man. That's basketball, yeah. and I'm and I'm so happy for dude. Like I I don't know him, we don't know each other. He and that probably won't even see this, but. That's good vibes out there for you, man. I hope it stay that way for you.
2: I feel like we're, we would be remiss if we didn't mention Pascal Siakam for biggest leap this year. Can he win most improved twice in the NBA? Is that possible? I don't,
1: I, I don't know. I don't know if they would even give me. That's what I'm saying. Like with Pascal, yeah. too. Like now, my, I expect what he's doing. Not sure. that I didn't expect the other guys to get better, but this is what I want from him. This yeah. is what he wants. This is what, this is the gradual steps forward for what he's doing. And, um, and I'm I'm like he I'm just proud to even know know and see the work the way it went for him. I was watching a video that he put on his page of the other day about like from the, the cut, the slice up of the workout and all that. Sure, sure. And just being able to see, like knowing and seeing where he came from to what he's doing, like it's just like man, that's that's the dream, right? Like that's that's the kid that makes it, gets his foot in the door. It's like all right, I'm a open the door I'm gonna make the door a double door like I'm gonna make it wide mm-hmm. I'm gonna make like he's just taking it in the with it he should be inspiration to all these young hoopers
2: next question from Brandon at Brandon Adams as a former player can you talk about why the Raptors have been able to develop the skills of their players in the long term what separates them from other franchises one more question after this
1: um just the the way they attack it like they they are adamant about the the fundamental and found fundamental foundation things of that of that program like we go at them like whether it be the scripting of five on the offense the skill work breaking down what skill where we need to work on how many threes you need to get up keeping track of them doing they we i say we when i was there because that's how i was but they attack those things and they are open opportunity so it shows you that there's space to be able to utilize the things we're giving you that's the biggest thing. Like everything we teaching you and trying to get you to hone in on and, and sharpen. We are going to allow you to do those things in the game. We're going to give you a chance to do them. This is the way we play. I am not teaching you. I'm not making you make 85 jump hooks and not feeding the ball into the post. I'm not doing that to you. Like we are going to go at this and we're going to. Fill you with confidence. We're going to repetitions on the road. We'll find a gym and get it open. We'll go early on game days. Stay after shoot-arounds. We make sure that you are engaged. And that's the biggest thing.
2: Final question from Jabroni. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever considered being an assistant coach in the NBA?
1: Kind of. A little bit. I got a couple offers last year. Ooh, breaking news. um, Yeah, not going to put my business in the street but i got a couple of calls about it um i'm not there yet i wasn't there at the time when the first couple of calls came um got out to Shelby because me and shelby had a uh, who works for the raptors had a conversation about me coming to do some stuff up there um during summer league and stuff too but i, I just wasn't there i was still playing i was still yeah. doing what i was doing. i wasn't there yet i hadn't even decided where i was at mentally at all sure um so i wasn't ready but i think i definitely want to you know, share my knowledge. I definitely want to help the game. I want to be attached to it in some way. I don't know if it's yeah, having a strict NBA schedule of being an assistant coach because I kind of like being able to be in gyms and be in touch with whoever needs me. Sure, um, It's hard to do that that way, but I definitely want to get into some type of coaching at some point
2: a couple of years, there'll be still guys strictly hoops to do, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, no, no. Take the right. opportunity, take the opportunity. We're
1: doing today. it right now, too, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm getting a chance to spread that information freely to anybody and everybody who wants to tap into it, you know? Like, obviously, it's different being in the gym, and I get to do that, too, but this is why I enjoy this.
2: Yeah. No, it's true. And uh, I think that's a fair point that, I mean, that would be obviously like a, a, a tremendous accomplishment. And it seems like you've already got the opportunity if you wanted it, um, but you can definitely impact more lives this way. We're talking from like the grassroots level and up. You are going to like it's a it's a different kind of a different kind of a role that you have right now. Um, there's no title for it, but I guess it's just like the giver of MBA knowledge. <laughs> but that's the
1: thing right? Basketball right? knowledge. When I was young, I wish I had more access to a 16-year veteran that played in the NBA. There was no way for me to get to that guy or hear anything asked to say or hear him say that there's no secret sauce to this, that it's just working and being in the gym. Like, you always think that they got this, they got that, they got this, they got more, they're doing this. Like, somebody's telling them, like, no, my rim was 10 foot, just like yours is 10 foot. I just shot at it. Way more times than a bunch of other people. <laughs> like, like right, that's, the, right, right, right. that's the Nipsey Hustle quote. I went through every emotion. I just yeah. didn't quit. Like I, I went through everything with this. And this hmm. side ended up on the other side.
2: That's a great way to end the podcast. Strictly hoops with CJ and Miles. Again, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe everywhere, like the videos, watch the videos. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore man. You can find CJ at Mass Fresco on Twitter, and also yes, on IG. Sir, yes, closing sir. thoughts, anything you want to say?
1: Uh, keep hooping, man. Keep, keep hooping. If, you, if you're trying to get it, get after it. Stay in the gym. It's love, man.
2: There we go. Everyone, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.
0: Hold up. What was that?